Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of Omni Asks, this time with working audio. Uh, we're joined here by Similar Outskirts today. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey everyone, my name is Similar Outskirts. I'm a music producer, and it's nice to meet y'all. Hey, there we go. See, Ooh. everybody. Cool. <laughs> Good to meet everybody. Uh, you won't yeah. be saying that for long, but that's fine. Uh, All right, no worries. We sh I guess we can just jump straight into the questions. Let's um, yeah, do Let's go. This is from Ico. Cool. What are your favorite fruits? Fruits? Oh, yeah. Hmm. I'm not really big on sour things. Damn. So usually like sweet foods like grapes. Grapes are dope. Anyone who says differently... Grapes are not good. Uh, wrong. Grapes are not okay, good. Okay, well, that's just um, your opinion is wrong. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, yeah, I like grapes. Oranges are okay. Uh, sometimes oranges can be way too sour, but it's it's fine. I'm gonna say I'm gonna I'm gonna go with grapes. Okay. Grapes, are good. grapes. The wrong answer, but we'll we'll take. Yeah, it. you know, don't worry. <laughs> okay, here we go. This is um this is from Delhi nineteen and Wobble Ice. Uh, what got you into producing music? Oh shit. Yeah, um, we're we're launching straight into it. We're going yeah, softball fucking um, fruit straight into it, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of people got into this music scene when Skrillex dropped Scary Monsters, right? Yep. Back in 2010, like you know. Yep, yep. Um, I remember, I remember my older brother listening to it in his room. I thought it was just the craziest thing ever. At first, I didn't like it. Like a lot of people, you know, just like yeah. I was 14 years old or whatever. I was like, what the hell is all this shit? Um. Eventually, I just grew into the music, listening to a lot of more variety of electronic music online. Um, I'm sorry, was the question how I got into electronic music overall? Or, or sorry, how you got into producing? Oh, okay, okay. okay. Yep. So the producing part um, came mostly because when I was searching for new music online, I found out there was a lot of artists, very, very young artists making electronic music, like people my age at the time. Yep. So I was like, yo, that's cool. I want to do that. So I picked up Ableton and here I am like seven and a half years later. So dang. So, and you started out on Ableton. I did. I did wow. start on Ableton because that was actually the only program I knew at the time. I didn't know about FL Studio. Wow. Or so I was like, hey, that kid's using Ableton. <laughs> that looks cool. I'm going to use it. Because the, the true producer's journey is FL Studio or GarageBand to yeah, FL Studio to Ableton. That's the yeah, true. Yeah, no. It's so weird. I was like, I, I don't know how I never found out about FL Studio until like months after, but I don't know. Huh. Okay. I'm almost out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, cool. This is from Fighter. Uh, when you when you start a new project, do you tend to go into that project with a specific genre in mind? Like you say, okay, I want this song to be like dubstep or, you know, uh, whatever. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I start a project... I, well, first of all, I have a template. Um, mm -hmm. My template is just a typical arrangement. Here are my drum groups, here are my synth groups, bass groups, all that stuff. Um, and usually I will have an idea in mind. I feel like having an idea or a foundation to work off of is better for the workflow. Um, for example, let me think of an example. Um, let's take uh, my, my track Imagination. Yeah. Um, I put that out like a couple months ago. Uh, I started that last year and I really, I was really, well, I'm currently am, but I'm, I'm really into 
Japanese pop and uh, Japanese rock, J rock, yeah. J pop, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I love high energy drum and bass. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I never really found <clears throat> a lot of music out there with that kind of with both influences, where it's like the Western style of drum and bass, where it's very high energy, and all the Eastern compositional influences in you find mm. in like Japanese culture and all that. Future pop um, by maybe, perfume. For future pop by perfume. That's yeah, a J. Probably, that, yeah, that's a J-pop song with a uh, drum and bass. Yeah, that's the yeah there's definitely one. like, like uh, there's definitely little bits and pieces here and there. And I was kind of, I guess, following the old Fox Stevenson kind of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I digress. The, um, that's the the point is that was the foundation I had in mind. So. Yeah, that's a good example. But at the same time, sometimes I will start with one idea and it will be completely different by the end of it. Yeah. Um, another example of that would be my track Daydream, mm-hmm. where I initially had the track be mid-tempo. Oh, yeah. The, so, the, the, yeah, the Zoomer genre. The Zoomer genre of today. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had it originally as a mid-tempo track, like 110 BPM or something like that. And it was just, you know, simple mid-tempo beat. And I thought, you know, this feels kind of slow. What happens if I speed it up? I was like, yeah, it's too <laughs> fast of a drum beat. Maybe I put it halftime drums. And I'm like, oh, wait, this is just melodic, quote-unquote, melodic dubstep. So like, okay, I'll just make it um, like a dubstep <laughs> track. That's how that happened. Fair. Damn. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, speaking of Imagination, here we go. This is from Neo. So of the songs on Imagination EP, uh, what was your favorite one to produce and why? You know, I always think about this for every EP I've done. Well, really, yeah, let's let's narrow it down to EP. I always think about this for every EP I've done, where I think about what was my favorite track. But the thing is, is that usually for an EP, I in my mind, I want every track to be equally my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I really want. I really wanted to. Whenever I make an EP, I really want every track to get the love and attention that they deserve. Uh, for myself at the very least yeah um so i would say you know the i mean the safe answer is i love every one of them equally and then if you wanted to take it further i guess there are bits and pieces that i want that i like from each for example maybe for imagination i love the whole concept of me infusing like j-pop like fast-paced j-pop and drum and bass and all that in daydream i liked the i guess the middle section the middle section was pretty dope Mm-hmm. In yeah. adventure, I like the second drop because I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go full force, weird ass kick drum kind of thing, you know. And for the last track, another world, I just like the whole vibe and the intro of it. So yeah, um, kind of a boring answer, but I love all of them but for <laughs> different reasons. Fair. You know? No, no, I get it. Um, yeah, 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 cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. This is uh, a very important question. Oh boy. Very important. Um, very crucial to Omniversal in general in our server. This is from Lenny. What are your opinions on the lesser H? The lesser H? The lesser H. Oh, the lesser H. Oh, yep. um, uh, first of all, lowercase is better. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Um, H. I- <laughs> It's very hard to describe how impactful and how important the letter H is in society. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I can say is H. 
H. Hey. It's very important. Yeah. So for, for, for reference, H is a letter gets spam constantly here on Omni. So that's, that's the concept. I think, in, I think in general, really. Yeah, true. I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend. Uh, he goes by the alias Gensino, and uh-huh. his uh, like his whole shtick is well. First of all, on top of being a fantastic musician, he's just he loves the letter H. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> shout, shout out to shout out to Gensino. Shout out right there. Cool. Okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, here we go. This is from Soloroy. What's your least favorite key to write in and why? Oh, least favorite. Oh, um, I've always thought that the keys, uh, hmm, the keys F sharp major and C sharp major are kind of weird. And they're, and they're relative, and they're relative minor, uh, equivalents. I don't know why. I just found them to, I guess maybe it's because I find them less common in, electronic music overall mm. yeah um but the, of course i'm not trying to say that they're worse keys you know it's just something i'm not used to i'd probably say yeah so i mean yeah. subs are hard in c sharp as well like your subs just not it's not happening oh definitely yeah, yeah. <laughs> um what about what about favorite key what keys favorite do you like key? to write in? you know i had I, I use I always say that E major is always my favorite key, uh, and and it's relative minor. Yeah. Um. Recently though, like I've all I, it's a really tough battle between E major and D major. I'm like, oh my god, oh. these two keys are so good. All like, pretty much, I would say like seventy percent of my favorite songs are written in those two keys. <laughs> it's just something about them, man. I don't know. Just damn, they're really great. Fair enough. Okay. Look, it's all about the E minor and F minor gangs, you know? It's, it's yeah, when, it come, yeah, when it comes to dubstep <laughs> or something like that, you know, like electronic music overall, like, well, or at least bass music, E and F are usually just like the gold standard of that's the best key to write in for yeah. club stuff. Yeah. Which is fair. Hold <laughs> yeah. um, on, I just said transition from D to E for an obligatory Japanese style key change at the end of the song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, here we go. Um, so, what was what? This is from Nick here. What was your inspiration for Imagination EP? Oh boy. Um, ooh, what do I? What do I begin? Um, <laughs> I did a whole. I, did, I I don't know if anyone's seen it, but I have written like a whole post on it in all social media. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of pages, really, a couple of images <laughs> worth of it. Um, I feel like. To start off, I feel like a lot of producers nowadays feel like they feel lost on why they do what they do, right? Yeah. Um, why they write music, why they do what they love. Um, yeah. Sometimes that gets lost and some people fail to understand, uh, like lose the like meaning and all that stuff, whether because maybe they're trying to, they're trying to appeal for a market or they're trying to appeal to an audience um, just because of one bad comment or something like that. Mm-hmm. People are trying to their vision of what they want their music to be becomes skewed because of all these outside factors, which to an extent is fine to consider, you know, like I'm sure when we, when people take music seriously and treat it as a business, you have to make some sacrifices or you have to really understand the choices that you're making in order to really be successful in the music industry. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, 
However, I do feel like we all should really understand why we make music in the first place. And that's because we want to have fun and we want to be, we want to enjoy ourselves and we want to share that enjoyment with all the rest of the people in the world. And that's something that, that's the foundation of why I wanted to write Imagination EP. I wanted to write that EP because I wanted it to be 100% me and nothing about whatever, what other people had to say or what the industry had to say. I wanted to every single track on that EP to come from my brain and what I wanted to listen to. Whether it be weird J-pop influence <laughs> from bass, <Yeah. laughs> or a mid-tempo poppy kind of track, or whatever, yeah, I wanted everything to be weird and energetic and melodic and everything I loved about music, and that was all packaged into Imagination P. So that's yeah. So that's how it started. Wow, there you go. Um, here we go. So then, in general, uh, this is from June Sky and Breadman. Where do you tend to draw? your inspiration from in general when it comes to your music? Ooh, you know, um, the easy answer is everything. You know, I think we all mm. should be influenced or should take some influence from a lot of different things in our lives. Yeah. And that extends past music. Sometimes you got to be influenced by other things. But um, I would say recently, a lot of fantasy, um, fantasy topics or fancy things. Um, okay. I'm sure a lot of people here are aware that I love I love anime and I love <laughs> all that kind of fantasy kind of stuff. Um, yeah, someone said isekai. Uh, not into isekai, but I, I, I appreciate the Hanabai, sentiment. Hanabai isekai is trash, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> That's fine. You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. It's Hanabai. fine. I don't want to upset anyone. Anyways. Um, yeah, so things like that. I love fantasy and I love, well, going back to the early question, I love imagination. I love the fact that people can create ideas. I love, I appreciate imagination itself i love the fact that people can create with new ideas and create such different ideas no matter like for every individual different person mm -hmm. um so recently recently i've been really getting back into pokemon especially with uh, the release of pokemon sword and shield back in november it's a good ass yeah. game it's a good ass game so i a lot of a lot of my new tracks, all of the whips and stuff that I've been stockpiling over the past couple of months, yeah. are a lot of them are based on Pokemon stuff and Pokemon huh. ideas. So, right. um, yeah, that's so. To so, what do you mean to. by what do you mean by Pokemon ideas? Like, is it influenced by like the soundtrack of Pokemon or like? Uh, uh, yeah, um, a couple. Um, I would say different things. I would say more. I would say more of the concepts of it. Uh, concepts like the places or the Pokemon themselves. Like, for example, let's say, well, okay, I'm not going to name a, t a song title, but I'll, I'll just pick a different place. Let's say if I if I wanted to write a track about, let's say, uh, let's say some, let's say Lavender Town. Mm -hmm. If I, I, I wanted to pick that as a topic, if I, if I wanted to write a song based on that, I would make it very creepy, very eerie, vibey, very uh, somewhat dissonant, but also very... You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to yeah. find the words. Yeah, I get but that. overall, that's the the concept where I take a topic and I try to turn the essence of it, the vibe of it, into a song. Yeah. Yeah. So, I see. Uh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, Pokemon's cool. Pokemon's cool. True. Okay. Speaking of Pokemon, this is coming from next. Hello, welcome to the fourth episode of Omni Asks. This time with working audio. Uh, we're joined here by similar outskirts today. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? 
Yeah. Hey, everyone. My name is Similar Outskirts. I'm a music producer, and it's nice to meet you all. Hey, there we go. See, everybody. Cool. (laughs) Good to meet everybody. Uh, You won't be saying that for long, but that's fine. Um, All right. No worries. We sh- I guess we can just jump straight into the questions. Um, yeah, let's do it. Let's go. This is from Ico. Ooh. What are your favorite fruits? Fruits? Oh, yeah. food. Hmm. I'm not really big on sour things. Damn. So usually like sweet foods like grapes. Grapes are dope. Anyone who says differently. Grapes uh, are not good. Wrong. Grapes are not okay, good. Okay. Well, that's just... um. Your opinion is wrong. No, I'm just kidding. All right. Um, yeah, I like grapes. Oranges are okay. Uh, sometimes oranges can be way too sour, but it's it's fine. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with grapes. Okay. Grapes are dope. Grapes. The wrong answer, but we'll we'll take. Yeah, it. you know. Don't worry. <laughs> okay. Here we go. This is um this is from Delhi nineteen and Wobble Ice. Uh, what got you into producing music? Oh shit. Yeah, um, we're we're launching straight into it. We're going straight yeah, from the softball fucking um, fruit straight into it, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of people got into this music scene when Skrillex dropped Scary Monsters, right? Yep. Back in 2010, like you know. Yep, yep. Um, I remember, I remember my older brother listening to it in his room. I thought it was just the craziest thing ever. At first, I didn't like it, like a lot of people, you know, just like yeah. I was 14 years old or whatever. I was like, what the hell is all this shit? Um. Eventually, I just grew into the music, listening to a lot of more variety of electronic music online. Um, I'm sorry, was the question how I got into electronic music overall? Or, or sorry, how you got into producing? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So the producing part um, came mostly because when I was searching for new music online, I found out there was a lot of artists, very, very young artists making electronic music, like people my age at the time. Yep. So I was like, yo, that's cool. I want to do that. So I picked up Ableton and here I am like seven and a half years later. So dang. So, and you started out on Ableton. I did. I did start on Ableton because that was actually the only program I knew at the time. I didn't know about FL Studio. So I was like, Hey, that kid's using Ableton. That looks cool. I'm going to use it. Because the the true producer's journey is FL Studio or GarageBand to FL Studio to Ableton. That's the true. Yeah, no, it's so weird. I was like, I, I don't know how I never found out about FL Studio until like months after, but I don't know. Huh. Okay. I'm almost out of the loop. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Um, cool. This is from Fighter. Uh, when you when you start a new project, do you tend to go into that project with a specific genre in mind? Like you say, okay, I want this song to be like dubstep or, you know, uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, whenever I start a project... I, well, first of all, I have a template. Um, mm-hmm. My template is just a typical arrangement. Here are my drum groups, here are my synth groups, bass groups, all that stuff. Um, and usually I will have an idea in mind. I feel like having an idea or a foundation to work off of is better for the workflow. Um, for example, let me think of an example. Um, let's take uh, my, my track Imagination. Yeah. Um, I put that out like a couple months ago. Uh, I started that last year and I really, I was really, well, I'm currently am, but I'm, I'm really into uh, Japanese pop and J- uh, Japanese rock, J-rock, yeah. J-pop, all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I love high energy drum and bass. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I never really found <clears throat> a lot of music out there with that kind of, with both influences where it's like the Western style of drum and bass where it's very high energy 
and all the Eastern compositional influences in you mm. find in like Japanese culture and all that. Future pop um, by perfume. For future pop by perfume. That's yeah, a J. Probably, that, yeah, that's a J-pop song with a uh, drum and bass. Yeah, that's the yeah there's definitely yeah. like, like uh, there's definitely little bits and pieces here and there. And I was kind of, I guess, following the old Fox Stevenson kind of style. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyways, I digress. The, um, that's the but the point is that was the foundation I had in mind. So. Yeah, that's a good example. But at the same time, sometimes I will start with one idea and it will be completely different by the end of it. Yeah. Um, another example of that would be my track Daydream, mm-hmm. where I initially had the track be mid-tempo. Oh, yeah. The, so, the, the, yeah, the so, Zoomer genre. The Zoomer genre of today. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I had it originally as a mid-tempo track, like 110 BPM or something like that. And it was just, you know, simple mid-tempo beat. And I thought, you know, this feels kind of slow. What happens if I speed it up? I was like, yeah, it's too <laughs> fast of a drum beat. Maybe I put it halftime drums, and I'm like, oh wait, this is just melodic, quote unquote, melodic dubstep. So I'm like, okay, I'll just make it um, like a dubstep <laughs> track. That's how that happened. Fair, damn, yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, speaking of imagination, here we go. This is from Neo. So, of the songs on Imagination EP, uh, what was your favorite one to produce, and why? You know. I always think about this for every EP I've done. Well, really, yeah, let's let's narrow it down to EP. I always think about this for every EP I've done, where I think about what was my favorite track. But the thing is, is that usually for an EP, I, in my mind, I want every track to be equally my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I really want, I really want it to, whenever I make an EP, I really want every track to get the love and attention that they deserve. Uh, for myself at the very least yeah um so i would say you know i mean the safe answer is i love every one of them equally and then if you wanted to take it further i guess there are bits and pieces that i want that i like from each for example maybe for imagination i love the whole concept of me infusing like j-pop like fast-paced j-pop and drum bass and all that in daydream i liked the i guess the middle section the middle section was pretty dope Mm-hmm. In adventure, I like the second drop because I, I was just like, you know what? I'm just gonna go full force, weird ass kick drum kind of thing, you know. And for the last track, another world, I just like the whole vibe and the intro of it. So yeah, um, kind of a boring answer, but I love all of them but for <laughs> different reasons. Fair, you know? no, no, I get it. Um, yeah, 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 cool. Uh, let's see. Okay. This is uh, a very important question. Oh, boy. Very important. Um, very crucial to Omniversal in general in our server. This is from Lenny. What are your opinions on the lesser H? The lesser H? The lesser H. Oh, the lesser H. Oh, yeah. f- um, f- uh, first of all, lowercase is better. Yes. Um, uh, yeah. Um, H. I- <laughs> It's very hard to describe how impactful and how important the letter H is in society. <laughs> True. Yeah, yeah. Um, all I can say is H. H. A. It's very important. Yeah. So for, for, for reference, H is a letter gets spam constantly here on Omni. So that's, that's the I think, in, I think in general, really. Yeah, true. I have a friend. Yeah, I have a friend. Uh, he goes by the alias Gensino, and uh-huh. his uh, like his whole shtick is well. First of all, on top of being a fantastic musician, he's just 
he loves the letter H. So. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> shout, shout out to shout out to Gensino. Shout out right there. Cool. Okay, here we go. Um, let's see. Uh, here we go. This is from Solaroy. What's your least favorite key to write in, and why? Oh, least favorite. Oh, um, I've always thought that the keys, uh, hmm, the keys F sharp major and C sharp major are kind of weird, and also, they're and C-sharp, they're relative yeah. and they're relative minor uh, equivalents. I don't know why. I just found them to. I guess maybe it's because I find them less common in electronic music overall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the, of course, I'm not trying to say that they're worse keys. You know, it's just something I'm not used to. I'd probably say. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. subs are hard in C sharp as well. Like your subs just not. It's not happening. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, what about what about favorite key? What keys favorite do you like key? to write? You know, I had. I I use I always say that E major is always my favorite key, uh, and and it's relative minor. Yeah. Um. Recently though, like I've all I, it's a really tough battle between E major and D major. I'm like, oh my god, oh. these two keys are so good. All like, pretty much, I would say like seventy percent of my favorite songs are written in those two keys. <laughs> it's just something about them, man. I don't know. Just damn, they're really great. Fair enough. Okay. Look, it's all about the E minor and F minor gangs, you know? It's, it's yeah, when, it come, yeah, when it comes to dubstep <laughs> or something like that, you know, like electronic music overall, like, well, or at least bass music, E and F are usually just like the gold standard of that's the best key to write in for yeah. club stuff. Yeah. Which is fair. Hold <laughs> yeah. um, I just said transition from D to E for an obligatory Japanese style key change at the end of the song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> True. Okay, here we go. Um, so, what was what? This is from Nick here. What was your inspiration for Imagination EP? Oh boy. Um, ooh, what do I what do I begin? Um, <laughs> I did a whole. I, I I don't know if anyone's seen it, but I have written like a whole post on it in all social media. Uh-huh. Um, a couple of pages, really, a couple of images <laughs> worth of it. Um, I feel like. To start off, I feel like a lot of producers nowadays feel like they feel lost on why they do what they do, right? Yeah. Uh, why they write music, why they do what they love. Um, yeah. Sometimes that gets lost and some people fail to understand, uh, like lose the like meaning and all that stuff, whether because maybe they're trying to, they're trying to appeal for a market or they're trying to appeal to an audience um, just because of one bad comment or something like that. Mm-hmm. People are trying to their vision of what they want their music to be becomes skewed because of all these outside factors, which to an extent is fine to consider, you know, like I'm sure when we, when people take music seriously and treat it as a business, you have to make some sacrifices or you have to really understand the choices that you're making in order to really be successful in the music industry. Yeah. That's totally fine. Um, however, I do feel like we all should really, understand why we make music in the first place and that's because we want to have fun and we want to be we want to enjoy ourselves and we want to share that enjoyment with all the rest of the people in the world and that's something that 
that's the foundation of why I wanted to write Imagination EP. I wanted to write that EP because I wanted it to be 100% me and nothing about whatever, what other people had to say or what the industry had to say. I wanted to every single track on that EP to come from my brain and what I wanted to listen to, whether it be weird J-pop influence <laughs> from bass <Yeah. laughs> or a mid-tempo poppy kind of track or whatever. Yep. I wanted everything to be weird and energetic and melodic and everything I loved about music. And that was all packaged into Imagination EP. So that's, yeah. So that's how it started. Wow. There you go. Um, here we go. So then in general, uh, this is from June Sky and Breadman. Where do you tend to draw your inspiration from in general when it comes to your music? Ooh, you know, um, the easy answer is everything. You know, I think we all mm. should be influenced or should take some influence from a lot of different things in our lives. Yeah. And that extent past music. Sometimes you got to be influenced by other things. But whatever. Um, I would say recently, a lot of fantasy, um, fantasy topics or fancy things. Um, okay. I'm sure a lot of people here are aware that I love, I love anime and I love <laughs> all that kind of fantasy kind of stuff. Um, yeah, someone said isekai, uh, not into isekai, but I, I, I appreciate the Hanabai, Hanabai, isekai is trash, okay? Oh, right. <laughs> That's fine. You can say it. You can say it. You can say it. It's fine. Hanabai. I don't want to upset anyone. Anyways. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so things like that. I love fantasy and I love, well, going back to the early question, I love imagination. I love the fact that people can create ideas. I love, I appreciate imagination itself. I love the fact that people can create with new ideas and create such different ideas, no matter like for every individual different person. Mm. Um, so recently recently i've been really getting back into pokemon especially with uh, the release of pokemon sword and it's shield good. back in november it's a good ass yeah. game it's a good ass so game so i a lot of a lot of my new tracks all of the whips and stuff that i've been stockpiling over the past couple months yeah. are a lot of them are based on pokemon stuff and pokemon huh. ideas so okay. um yeah that's so, something to so what do you mean to. by what do you mean by pokemon ideas like is it influenced by like the soundtrack of pokemon or like uh the... yeah um a couple, um, I would say different things. I would say more, I would say more of the concepts of it, uh, concepts like the places or the Pokemon themselves. Like for example, let's say, well, okay. I'm not going to name a, t a song title, but I'll, I'll just pick a different place. Let's say if I, if I wanted to write a track about, let's say, uh, let's say some Let's say Lavender Town. Mm -hmm. If I, I I wanted to pick that as a topic, if I if I wanted to write a song based on that, I would make it very creepy, very eerie, vibey, very uh, somewhat dissonant, but also very. You know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I, yeah. I'm trying yeah. to I'm trying to yeah. find the words. Yeah, I get but that. overall, that's the the concept where I take a topic and I try to turn the essence of it, the vibe of it, into a song. Yeah. Yeah. So, I see. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, Pokemon's cool. Pokemon's cool. True. Okay. Speaking of Pokemon, this is coming from Nexus, the server uh, Absol fanboy. In your mm -hmm. opinion, is Absol the best Pokemon? In my opinion, it is not. But True. Uh, it is. It is. But it is a very nice Pokemon. It's um, okay. To 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 follow up on that question, my favorite Pokemon is Gengar. Oh, Geng okay. I think Gengar's pretty dope. Justified. Although. In, yeah, and recently I thought 
Recently, I've, I've come to the conclusion that I really like ghost-type Pokemon in general, which is a little ironic because I'm not really a whole fan of, like, horror genres or whatever, but I feel yeah. like the ghost-type Pokemon are pretty dope. <clears throat> True. Like, the whole Duskull line, the whole Phantom line, that stuff is pretty dope. Fair enough. See, well, you're right. That Absol is is mid tier. Damn. <laughs> um, no, here we go. This is a quick follow up as well from what you were saying earlier. Because um, I, I had this with um, uh, Invert Silence as well. Um, mm-hmm. What would you say? What were your favorite animes? Oh boy, hold on. Let me pull up my anime list right now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, oh God. Every, uh, I think everyone, if you follow me on Twitter or, or just know me personally, you know that I love like music animes. And stuff. So stuff like Love Live and Bang Dream and K-On are K-On, some of yes. my favorites. Um, I also, of course, I mean, this is all based on, but when I say my favorite anime, first of all, let me, let me make a distinction. Favorite <laughs> anime to me is based on enjoyment. Um, mm-hmm. It is not necessarily based on how good the particular show is. So, for example, let's take Love Live. I would say I I really enjoyed Love Live. I wouldn't say it's the most outstanding in terms of story writing and narrative, but it's a nice <laughs> show, and I really enjoy it. So that's the thing. Yeah. But if you want to take, if you want to flip it and say, what do I think is like a really really good anime? Again, that would very depend. You know, there's romance stuff, there's anime stuff. Uh, anime stuff, got it. Man. There's um, anime stuff. There's yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's, there's romance stuff. There's thriller stuff. There's action stuff. Um. But just just to name a few, like when it comes to romance, I like Chunibyo. When it comes to thrillers, I like Steinsgate. When it comes to uh, slice of life, I like Kobayashi's Maid Dragon. When it comes to action, I like Bob Psycho One Hundred. Mm-hmm. The list goes on. So there's just a, a couple to name a few. Where's uh, Where's Nichijou? You know, I actually i <laughs> I, I i tried watching Nichijou no, uh, a couple weeks don't, ago. Don't don't. It's I don't know. It's <laughs> I hate no, to do it to you, man. Don't do it. It was. It wasn't for me, or maybe I just needed to take more time with it because I watched a couple episodes, and I don't know. Maybe maybe it was just wrong timing or something. Maybe I'll come back to it, but for now, it's not particularly for me. What about uh, what about Pop Team Epic? That's the only other I one. Have, one I have never watched Pop Team Epic, but it, it, um, it's uh, it looks pretty wacky. That is a trip. Yeah. That 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 show is a, a genuine trip. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I bet it is. So yeah. Oh, Hanabai just mentioned Watamote, actually. Any opinions on that? Where's this going to become anime chat? Oh, wait, Watamote, that's the one with uh, Kuroki? Yeah, it's the one where it's the high schooler who is trying to become popular. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. I've never seen it. Oh, um, my God. It, uh, not something I would be particularly interested in. Yeah, I f- found it unwatchable. <laughs> Have you ever watched, like, British... <laughs> Like British cringe comedy, like Falsy Towers or like Peep Show or stuff like that. No, I have not. Okay. It's that kind of like comedy where it's like the character keeps fucking up so much that it's like funny, but it's there's oh god, Uh, it's just unwatchably cringy. But it's really good. It's really good, but it's so hard to watch. (laughs) I see. It's I understand. Yeah, everyone's Mm -hmm. you know into different things. By the way, someone mentioned My Hero Academia. Yeah, My Hero Academia is dope. I haven't started season four yet, but I will eventually. That's been on backlog for a lot, long time. (laughs) Cool. Right. Let's move away from anime because otherwise Storm's gonna get mad. I know. Sorry, Nick as well will riot. Um, (laughs) (laughs) It's all good. Uh, okay, here we go. Speaking of Storm, this is a this is a good question. What's a tip? This is from Storm, Storm Wabzi himself. What's a tip you have for aspiring producers? Hmm. Ooh. 
there's a lot of tips out there <laughs> hmm. for aspiring producers let's okay let's let's take this from production standpoint um for new aspiring producers who just picked up their or tormented their dog the other day <laughs> um i would say that the best thing you can do when you're starting out is to experiment as much as possible yeah um and you can look at you know it's it could be really hard and it could be really intimidating and really frustrating to just be thrown this wall of information from tutorials from other people and all that but i think really what's best for new people is to just really experiment just dive into ableton or fl try out everything click buttons turn knobs that way you can generate questions from there and then once you get once you get those questions, then you know, okay, this is what I need to Google next, or this is what I need to search a YouTube video next. How do I make this sound design? How do I sound like Skrillex? All that kind of stuff. Yep. Um, and let's now from maybe a for expiring producers trying to get their name out. Of course, there's the whole have good music in the first place, <laughs> but also um, understand that if you want to get quote unquote bigger or more known in the in this quote unquote industry or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. Um, you know, just talk to people, network, be in communities, be friendly with people, um, make connections, that kind of thing. And of course make it genuine. Um, you know, no one really likes disgenuine dis like ingenuous people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't care, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But um yeah, just be be very involved in the community you know um there's yeah. a lot of different discord servers like this one right here um there's a lot of different maybe like remix comps or even in your local hometown if you want to get more um <clears throat> more in touch with the people locally the best place for, from what i've understand is to just go to your local venues and mm -hmm. your local clubs and then um you know just be involved that way i think yeah. i think that's a good Good start for aspiring people yeah i think that's i think that's good advice um i think i would quickly add as well um mm -hmm. don't care about mix downs too much i i think that's important P people get bogged down by technical stuff um oh, when they yeah, start yeah. out and like oh you know how how am i eqing everything how do i compress like those are important to learn but like learning right. composition and sound design and all that kind of stuff is so much more important right, i feel right. I yeah I, I totally agree yeah yeah, yeah. i think but the yeah the compositional side definitely i think the for most people the compositional side is the fun part so maybe you should try yep. some more you know some more fun in that regards first before you get into the whole technical side otherwise you know it gets you get lost in all the yeah. details and stuff yeah good point yep cool um here we go this is from delhi 19 so where where did the name similar outskirts come from Oh, okay. Um, uh, how do I boil them? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, right. Um, so, so I think a lot. Uh, I think a lot of people can relate when when I say that I when I when I was growing up, it was very hard to find out who I was, what I was comfortable with, that kind of stuff. You know, yeah. typical adolescent growing up kind of coming of age kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and. The first time I started to really realize who I was and what I was comfortable with and what I really liked was when I was in high school, when I met a bunch of really good friends who all felt the same way about uh, as me. Mm -hmm. um, they all felt very 
lost, very apart from society, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I really, and I really appreciated their company and what they've done for me, what I've been, all that kind of stuff. Um, so in order, so when I wanted, when I started this alias, um, I kind of wanted it to be a dedication to my friends, um, both in the past and both right now, um, or in just friends in general. So the outskirts portion refers to people who feel, you know, apart from society, they feel like they're on the quote unquote, the outskirts of society. Um, Mm -hmm. the word similar, um, refers to how all of us, um, feel the same. So I I, I decided just to string them together, similar outskirts. Cool. Nice. It's very, uh, kind of a detailed question. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. (laughs) Okay. So this is from, this is from wrong. W R N G. What's your favorite color? Blue. Blue. That's correct. Don't fight me. I mean, other, you know, I, actually, to follow up on that, a lot of people, a lot of people do not like the color green I found. Really? But apparently, I mean, from what I understand, uh, from like when I asked my friends and all that, but I like green. Green's, green's dope. Man. It's called grass and all that, man. Yeah. Green's good. What about purple? Purple's also dope. Okay. I think, I think in terms of, name a specific hex code of uh, <laughs> all, all Fs. Um, I think I think colors I'm not really a fan of. I guess maybe like yellow or something. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah. fair. Yeah, it's just exactly. The- yeah, someone said in chat that's why exactly. <laughs> one that's of the- one I can name. One of the um the, the person who asked that question hates purple, so I thought I'd, I'd ask. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I hope they're. Um, I hope they're. Yeah, I hope we get something out of that. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> this is from. Uh, oh. My voice is coming through on your mic. Oh, is it? Oh, sorry. Yep. Sorry. Um, okay, cool. This is from Alpha Swine. Um, what's the most pivotal moment in your music career? Ooh. Um, hmm. Let me think about that. Sure. I think there's a... I think there's a couple things. I definitely think the fir- uh, my first EP, No Limits when I released on Dreamscape records back yeah. then, I think that was a huge one because that, that really, that first of all, that introduced me to a lot more, a lot of people who are still my friends to this day. Um, so I think that was definitely one turning point. I think another turning point would probably be when I were first released on Rushdown. Um, for, for those of you who aren't, who aren't aware, um, Rushdown is a, a label run by um, UK-based producer Chime. And Chime is actually a, one of my favorite artists. It lived way before uh, Rushdown was a thing and all that. So I really looked up to Chime at the time. Um, so the fact that I you know, sent him an email and he replied back, hey, I, we really like this tune and all that. The fact that I got that email, it really, really surprised me. And it really, it really I guess, yeah, changed my whole music career because now i i sometimes uh release on rushdown and all that mm. so yeah i think those i think t- those are the two points that came to mind fair okay here we go um this is from it's from au what's your favorite song that you've made favorite song yeah uh, uh, oh let me go to Spotify and check my <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot. Now, and uh, I guess 
kind of reiterating the other the other uh the other response i had was i i try to make at least yeah yeah i try to make every song i make like my favorite song at the moment um i guess i guess looking back just to name a couple maybe like i guess xana is definitely up there mm. imagination is definitely up there um amber daredevil atlantis that's an old one. Oh my gosh <laughs> um yeah, I would say the, those. Atlant- what did I say? I said Atlantis, Daredevil, Amber, Xana, Imagination are probably the most notable ones that I have at the moment. Any reason why? Well, I know From, a couple of reasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, no, no worries. Uh, a couple of reasons. Well, taking, let's say, for Atlantis, um, Atlantis is a very weird track. It's very, it's not very stuck in one genre you know what i'm saying it's yeah. it's kind of like heavy like dubstep but it's kind of like a drum step tempo but then it's got a weird swing feel mm. uh yeah the, um oh hold on one second oh yeah sorry i just needed some water that's um, fine yeah atlantis um and at the same time atlantis is also one of those times where i i had a really strong idea or had a really strong influence in my mind and i turned it into a song pretty much perfectly the way i wanted to um for uh, for for uh, reference, uh, yeah, yeah. For reference, um, the the uh, the song Atlantis was um, I was really influenced by a Love Live song. Um, it was uh, it was by yeah, it was not Snow Halation, oh, uh, but Snow Halation is good. It was um, for those Love Livers out there. It was a Siren song called Yozora wa Nandamo Shiteru no. I'm not. I, I don't know, understand Japanese. I hope I didn't botch that name. <laughs> but it's a it's an old Siren song for those who understand. Um, Daredevil is cool because um, I think my favorite part about Daredevil was the breakdown section in the middle. Um, I really love and like anthemic stuff, mm-hmm. things like big chords, big synths, very impactful stuff. And I really love the what like I really love the way I. I uh, I did that in the breakdown for Daredevil. Amber was cool because it was also just really fun, um, really fun melodic poppy kind of energy. Mm. That's one reason I like Amber. Xana I love because I think I would say it's a lot different than my other dubstep kind of tracks. Um, the yois that you hear are pretty, yep. are pretty, uh, are pretty. I mean, they're. Fe- <laughs> kind of old school but they're somewhat content with a contemporary kind of your ways are coming back uh, man they, they are and i and i i strongly appreciate yes that. and I'm, I'm bringing those back with some other like whips that i've got so that's cool um imagination and like i mentioned before it's just i really wanted to infuse those drum those energetic drums, drum yeah. bass and j j-pop elements so yeah i think those are those are cool and then I guess this is sort of like a related, I don't know if they, they give the same answers, but this is from Oscar. So mm-hmm. I would say what songs your favorite, but what songs are you most proud of? Mm. <sighs> they are related, but proud of. Yeah. Mm. Proud of. I'm trying to, I'm trying to see if I can find a distinction. I, 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 mm. Because usually, you know, the ones I really like are the proudest ones. Um, um, uh, sorry, I think I think the boring answer is I think to me at least, 
like my, my favorite songs are because I'm really proud yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's, that's fair. the answers apply. Cool. Um, righty. Let's see. So this is from, we're going to, this is the last uh, sort of big personal question on my list. Um, so okay. it's going to line up a bit. And this is the ultimate question. This is from on. This got oh. really deep. Here we go. What is your life's objective? My life's objective? Yeah, if you have Ooh. one. <laughs> um, uh, hmm. I think... Hmm. Well, there's a lot of a lot of things. I guess I think I think for me personally, I think every single human being on Earth, I think they're at least part of their life's objective is to is before the day you die, make the world a better place. Mm. Um, no matter how small of an impact you had. Um, to me, that way is by writing music and sharing it with the world. I hope. I hope that my music has made people's day somewhat brighter or helped them whenever they had a bad time. Um, yeah. Um, I guess another life objective would be, I guess, to really, I guess for a more personal goal, um, really write music, keep really keep writing the music that I want to write. Um, and I think that will evolve over time. Um, you know, when I first started making music, I want to make woohoo, banging dubstep and Skrillex yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And to an extent, I think I've already achieved that. And <laughs> so now I think now it's just an evolution of well, you know, what's my next goal? What do I, what should I work on next? Now it's just, um, yeah, just. I guess you know. I, I mean, I I do make more banging dubstep, but I guess change up the style, try new things find some cool sounds, you know? So I guess, I guess the general answer is to, from my, my life's objective is to always find out what I want to do next and achieve it. And then find out what I want to do next and then achieve that and so on and so forth until the day I die. Okay. There you go. Cool. Um, yeah. Righty. So this is from Hanabai. So do you know any, uh, foreign languages other than, yeah. So, do you know any foreign languages? And if you had to train English for another language, what would you choose? So, if you Ooh. had to, if I had to choose another language to learn, yeah. It's, so, if you could oh, okay. trade English, so your ability to oh, speak trade. English, yeah. Um, would I? What would you choose? Oh, okay. Would okay. You? Um, let's for, let's first answer the first question. Um, I fluently I only speak English. Uh-huh. Um, my family actually comes from Indonesia. Uh-huh. Um, so I can. I can under I can kind of understand some basic stuff, but I would not say I'm very fluent in Indonesian. Mm-hmm. Um, I probably should take the time now that I'm older and out of school and all that. I could probably take the time to learn it. Um, for future reference, for those uh, uh, who want to know, apparently Indonesian is a fairly easy language to learn. You know, the grammar is not very strict as compared to other languages. I just need to learn the words. And the thing is, being around you know Indonesian people like twenty four seven, I already have a I'm already used to a lot of the words and stuff. Yeah. So I guess I probably would should learn, learn uh, Indo eventually. Um, I did in high school take three years of Mandarin, but I was very poor at it and I wasn't really into it. So that's that. And um, if I guess if I had to trade, 
Yeah. My English. Hmm. Kind of a hard question. I don't know. English is dope. It is. And I guess the next popular, the next popular language I think is Mandarin, right? Yeah. Maybe I should just learn Cantonese out of spite. <laughs> talk with only people from the Guangdong. Oh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, <laughs> and uh, I, you know, Japanese would be cool because you know I'm a weeb like that. Yep. And and what if I really, I guess if I really wanted to, I mean, I could probably change it, trade it for Indonesian, and actually speak with my family, like <laughs> all with their native tongue and all that. <laughs> yeah, that, that's. Yeah. I think that's my response. Fair enough. Okay, here we go. Um, this is from Lily. What plugins do you use the most when you produce? Oh, um, I use very. Uh, I think the very simple stuff, really. Like my go-to synthesizers are Serum and Massive. Um, I use them pretty much fifty-fifty. I would say. Uh-huh. Um, Massive. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I love. <laughs> Massive. Wow. Yeah. I, I grew up with Massive. I, that's the first synth. I used and I'm really used to it. I'm always finding like different cool sounds I can grab out of it. So I mean, it's very good to me. Um, let me think. Actually, I, can I open up Ableton right now? Yeah, <laughs> sure. It sure. be easier Go to. Go for it. Look at it. Uh, off the top of my head, there's also Camel Crusher. I love Camel Crusher yep. for distortion. Um, Little Alter Boy is great for pitch shifting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially when it comes to vocals and stuff. But you can get some cool sounds when you apply it to other stuff. <laughs> Um, let's see. I've also been, um, uh, apart from just my music production, I also do some vocal mixing stuff for other groups and stuff. Mm-hmm. So I also have been looking into a lot of vocal plugins. So I've been using, uh, Renaissance, uh, Vox by, uh, Waves. That's just like a vocal compression, uh, plugin. Okay. That one's really dope. Um, I use Melodyne for pitch, uh, pitch correcting if I need to. I also bought, um, waves real-time auto tuner um yeah which is just a a real-time auto tuner yeah but it's really really cool really cool um i i recently picked that up because i saw some virtual riot like uh, uh sessions where he's uh doing vocal chops and then he throws the uh the the, uh, the real-time tuner on it so that they're all uh at the right pitch in real time they don't he doesn't have to uh manually adjust the pitch of yeah. each individual one yeah and let's see let me make sure i'm not missing any that's important um i guess i mean for the libraries come some contact stuff is pretty contact, dope. Yep. um i love libraries from spitfire lab uh spitfire yep. audio yeah spitfire, spitfire audio is some yep. fantastic stuff labs and, as well labs oh labs, yeah so, labs yeah. labs for those who don't know labs is they're like their series of free, um, free libraries like great pianos and bells and all these yeah. really cool stuff. Definitely recommend it to, uh, to other people. Um, but yeah, though I think those are the um, those are the plugins that I usually use. Okay. And here's the follow up question that I always get to ask: Have you tried Faceplant though? I have not tried Faceplant. Uh, I'm gonna become um, the killer heart salesman. I swear to God. <laughs> it's like uh, it's uh, Faceplant is like a. Uh, inform me, is it like a like a granulize kind of synthesis? No, so faceplant so faceplant is like serum if serum had 30 oscillators. Well <laughs> interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I, uh, so yeah, with faceplant you get um wavetable uh wavetable synthesis like in serum where you can import wavetables as well. Uh analog cool. synthesis, uh sampling and noise of course. 
Um, you can have like as many LFOs and envelopes as you want. And then you have like three mixer chains that you can like send different oscillators to and different, um, you can send the different oscillators to different effects chains and stuff all within like one patch. Yeah. It's honestly nuts. I've, cause I used to use serum like 100% now faceplant is like go to. I see. Check it out. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I think, out, I think yeah. I think I I think I will. Yeah. A, a lot of my friends also use faceplant, so I think maybe yeah. it's time that I should. There's a demo. Is there a demo? Uh yeah. But there's a subscription as well. You can get for it's ten euros a month. Oh yeah, I think yep. ten dollars for yeah. like the entire kilohertz. Yeah, you get the entire kilohertz go. Like, yep. Intriguing. Yeah. All right, I'll take a look at that <laughs> later. Cool. I and hopefully by the next episode, kilohertz will sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Here we go. This is uh this is a question from Sammy. Uh would you ever uh just make like a meme song like actual hardstyle and not happy hardcore? <laughs> An actual meme song? Like a meme, a meme song. A meme song. Like and put it out like officially yeah, yeah, and all yeah, that. Yeah. Definitely not at least not under this alias, definitely not. <laughs> Maybe just like on my as a, a junk throwaway kind of thing on my side account. Uh, um, maybe but uh as far as like releasing it officially probably not but i appreciate you know funny music and <laughs> people just trying to have some fun you know so but, but here's the real question this is from neo is there is there really going to be penis music on the yamaha vp <laughs> pog i was i was very i was very tempted to mention penis music uh for that last question but i guess now that's brought up i guess i'll just talk about it and then, yeah well the serious answer is no because first of all i said april 31st was the release date and there's no such thing as april 31st oh shit you're and right. unfortunately there is no your mom ep and there's no penis whoa music. there is no your mom EP you had the any. whole squad hyped Sorry, sorry, you man. I, I really squad I, hyped. I I stunted on y'all, dudes. Sorry, man. Dude, it'd be like that, dude. But I mean, I get okay to to uh, I guess to 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 uh, on a on a lighter note, I am working on my next EP, and that's uh, like like it's 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 coming along. I, it's not completely done, um, but it's it's getting there. So I guess that's something to look forward to if anyone was interested cool well we haven't got to the plug part yet but i'm joking uh yeah, no worries right. oh, I, I'm, I'm joking <laughs> no, i'm joking i'm kidding uh, it's yeah. um here we go so i think we we're out of questions so if anybody wants to throw in any more questions um <laughs> let's see let's see if anybody wants to throw in questions real quick yeah, uh oh yeah here we go this is from storm what was the worst the, the storm's gonna keep asking us every week now what was the worst question what was the worst question? Yeah. <sighs> Have God. I seen Nietzsche? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Whoa. Um, no, I'm, I'm going, sorry. I'm going to say <laughs> worst question. I don't know. I, I, th- I think all these questions have been really fun and enjoyable for me. And I think even the penis question ones. <laughs> <laughs> so um, uh, I like all your questions. You know, you all, you all have good questions. It's a fun time. <laughs> um cool i think let's see i think that's just reading chat uh can i read the chat or uh yeah i mean no, no, nothing's stopping you now oh, okay cool um someone mentioned what's the story behind numazu um me and my friend taylor uh, Kotori, um mm-hmm. uh, we're both we both like love life and all that so when we collabed uh we just wanted we just thought of um some kind of love life theme to blend the two um 
his favorite love liver, love liver, his favorite love life character from Aqua was Yo. Uh-huh. And my favorite is Yoshiko slash Yohane. Um, they both live in the city or town of Numazu. So we figured we'd just call it Numazu. Fair enough. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. Here we go. This is from Lily. Um, if you could collab with one person of your choice, who? Cap, sorry, no ban. You know, I will I will say though that um I actually recently pretty much decided I don't I don't want to do any more collabs. Really? Yeah. Um wow. at least for now. I mean I say ever, but maybe, you know, definitely things could change in the future. Um but for now it's just um when it comes to collabs, I uh right now I wanna take the time to work on my music the way I want to do it. And sometimes um uh, sometimes I feel I feel I, I want it to be completely by me um and that's not to i'm not trying to discredit any other artists i'm not trying to discredit collabs i'm not trying to uh, you know be sour or anything towards collabs or working with other people but for now i really just want to take the time to really develop my sound by myself so yeah fair enough cool let's see um i think that's it for questions um cool <clears throat> yeah i think that's everything um okay, cool. au screaming mace at me i did not miss yours au uh so we can ignore we can ignore her. um au well, shut asked, up i did not miss yours <laughs> they asked how my day was my day is my day is swell i had some good lunch worked some music typical things so okay. it's pretty good nice. yeah, i hope you had a good day man <laughs> cool okay all right someone, right. Uh, someone just sent a question i think oh oh yeah okay this is from uh wrong here we go choose a pokemon for me to prefer i am out of black i don't know what that means but oh this is no uh, don't uh, don't worry about this question i'm gonna cut this out right <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're asking you about like some color thing from an image and i'm like okay this is a audio podcast it doesn't really work (laughs) sorry wrong i'm skipping your question um i know right tough scene okay um cool so in that case you already plugged the upcoming work is there any other things you want to plug as well uh yeah um just want to put it out there i've been working on it last my my last release was imagination ep which was in Late November, so it's been about like three months since my last release. I think mm-hmm. um, I am working on a ton of new material. I have at least maybe six tracks completely done, I would say. And now I'm just—it's just a matter of trying to schedule it, or get artwork for it, or try to pitch it to labels, um, that kind of thing. Um, hopefully, if all goes to plan, I feel like I think my next release should be next uh, next month. Okay. Uh, that's not set in stone, but uh, hopefully, if all goes according to plan, it will be out next month. Um, Sick. New music. Uh, I already mentioned the new EP. That's coming along. Um, I do hope to maybe make some tutorials and stuff. I do want to make like uh, use my YouTube channel a bit more. Mm-hmm. Some quick fun tutorials, some fun stuff in the, in the studio, that kind of thing. Um. And yeah, I guess if you want to, if you if you all want to follow me, you can follow me. You can just Google similar outskirts. You can find my SoundCloud, my Twitter. I'm more act. I'm definitely active on Twitter. So um, <laughs> if you want, you can uh, hit me up there. 
I also have Instagram and Facebook, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. So I hope you guys check me out. Cool. Okay. Um, great. In that case, uh, uh, what I'll say is that, yeah, thanks everybody for coming along to this episode of Omni Asks. Um, sorry, Storm is annoying me at the moment. Storm, shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank Thanks, everybody, for coming along to this episode of Omni S. As usual, it's going to be on every week. This sort of time varies depending on, you know, availability and when I'm around. Because uh, I, I live in the UK, so <laughs> I, I got to do this on UK time. But, uh, yeah, thanks so much for joining us, man. I uh, hope you enjoyed yeah. it. Uh, and, yeah, see everybody next week. 